to the $100 MBA show, where if it's not practical or useful, we do not teach it. With our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today is a guest teacher episode. Today we have Jordan Harbinger from theartofcharm.com and the Art of Charm podcast, which started back in 2006 on iTunes. That's like BC era when it comes to podcasts. The Art of Charm podcast is a helpful podcast that helps people build their confidence, build great relationships, and do better in life and business. And it's a really high ranking podcast. I know it because we share a category. But Jordan's also a friend. Uh, We got a chance to share a meal together in San Francisco a few months back. And he's just a real nice dude. And he offered to give us a guest lesson here on the $100 MBA show. So today you will learn from Jordan how to build relationships and a powerful network. Jordan is a master at the subject and he's a great, great teacher. This is a really good lesson. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Take it away, Jordan. Hey everybody, I'm Jordan Harbinger from The Art of Charm. Thanks for joining me today. Today I'm going to be teaching you guys a little bit about networking and relationship development as much as I can in the time I have. So let's get down to business. When I worked on Wall Street several years ago, I worked for a lawyer named Dave. And Dave was never in the office, even though he was rumored to make more money than all the other attorneys, he was never there. And it was a mystery because as a lawyer, you're compensated for billable hours. So one day I caught up with Dave and he took me out for coffee and he said, all right, you can ask me any questions because he was supposed to be my mentor, which is tough. And I said, all right, well, how come when I come in at night on Saturday night to grab a Diet Coke or show someone in the office, all the lawyers are here at 1 a.m. on a Saturday, but even on 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, you're not in the office. I mean, do you just work from home a lot? I never see you here. And everyone says you make more money than everybody else. And he started laughing and he explained that he didn't meet his billable hour requirements any year that he was there. He simply brought in business to the firm and so he was compensated much more. Further, he had better job security because as as we saw, the firm hit an economic downturn and as people were being forced into early retirement and things like that, Dave just took his entire book of business, walked into another firm as a partner. So He was not only compensated more and worked less because he spent a lot of time on the golf course and at charity events, schmoozing or networking or whatever you want to call it. He also made more money. So it was it was really interesting to see. And I learned a really hard. Well, not as hard as the other partners, but I learned a lesson and I thought to myself, okay, I got this job through a networking connection that I had used that I had in college. That was kind of just luck. And even at the top levels and, and not even even at the top levels, especially at the top levels, who you know, who's in your network is actually even more important than your level of technical skill. Because I know a lot of the other partners there were really, really good at what they did. And they were, they're rewarded with staying in the office till 1 a.m. instead of actually being out and enjoying what they were doing. Because Dave brought his wife and family to a lot of the events he went to, and he ended up being compensated more for that. He was a guy from Brooklyn with a tan, so need I say more? Anyway, Basically, people always, and myself included, they tend to view networking as almost like a dirty word. And I understand that because it depends on your perception of what networking actually is. If you're networking because you like meeting people and making connections and helping other people meet each other, you love networking. If you think of networking as walking through a lame-o networking event, throwing business cards in people's faces, well, you probably hate networking as well you should. 
money is less efficient to somebody who doesn't really need it, right? So if we're trying to connect ourselves with rich people, people who have large businesses and things like that, they don't need our $1,000 or our $10,000. They'd rather have our network because money loses value rapidly when you have a lot of it. So investors, engineers, things like that, they're replaceable, but networks are unique. So luckily we know that people buy you, not your product or service. That's one of the core tenets of the art of charm is that you're always selling yourself, but you're doing it in an authentic way. People need to buy your vision, they need to buy your network. And of course, if you're running a business, it's much easier to sell to people that you already know. And you've heard this before, but it's not what you know, but who you know. That used to be a really big shame. People go, yeah, it's all about who you know, what a jip. Actually, thank goodness for that, right? Because we can actually surround ourselves with a great team. We can go, you've all heard, you've only go as high as your five closest friends. Well, good. We can choose our friends. And brilliant ideas here, especially in San Francisco where I'm based, I've seen brilliant ideas fail because they don't have a great team. So back in the day, I used to think you were born into the networking, but with the application of what we teach at The Art of Charm, what I'm going to dip into here on the show, you can create an even better network than most folks who are born into one. Networking is not just running through an event and throwing business cards at people like we said before, though. It's actually a way of being and a set of habits. It never turns off. Once you see the matrix, there's no going back. And the skills work for you. And most importantly, everyone has the capacity. I don't care if you're shy or introverted. You have the capacity to do the networking thing. Your network is great, too, because it's your job search army. It's your business development army. This is pure job security within your industry or company, and it keeps opportunity coming into your life with an unstoppable flow. So here's the first action step, and this is a very basic sort of rudimentary networking thing that most people never bother doing. Make a list of everyone you know, and I mean everyone, from your mom's hairstylist to your dentist. It's going to take you a long time, and it's supposed to. It's not a joke about the dentist, by the way. I needed a dentist in Los Angeles, so I posted something on Facebook, and the guy who replied to that ended up with a job through me because he recommended a dentist, and long story short, we ended up talking, and he ended up getting hired by somebody else that I knew. So I want you to really sit down for 30-plus minutes and make this list when you get home. If you're driving, please don't do it now. But I'm talking everybody from old teachers to teammates, people you worked with at that movie theater when you were 15, you know, our video producer here at The Art of Charm, he's the cousin of some girl that AJ, my co-founder, and I met at a party years ago. I've never talked to the girl since. I don't know whose party it was. He moved out to California the week I met her, and yeah, he essentially is now our full-time video guy, and I got my first Wall Street job via my old roommate's other roommate who he lived with later. That's how I got hired at my top level, top market job on Wall Street where I made more cash than both my parents put together my first year out of college. Is it always going to be like that? No, it, it's a numbers game. But how do you increase your odds in a numbers game? The answer is you increase your numbers. You want to be the guy or gal who seems like he's just getting lucky constantly. And furthermore, generosity is the currency of networking. Connecting is a constant process of asking for and offering help. It's not a Rolodex of business cards. It's not your iPhone phone book with 800 phone numbers in it. It's about action. If you help someone, they're going to want to help you back. It's that old law of reciprocity. Robert Cialdini, you've read that. You've heard that before. And if you haven't, there you go. Something small might be huge for somebody else. And we see this in example all the time. See my dentist example above, right? So... How many of you out there have ever had to ask someone for help getting a job, internship, recommendation, client, etc.? If it felt awkward, think about why and think about 
Would that have felt the same if you'd just spent weeks helping that person do or achieve something? The answer is, of course, not. Networking is not a pie that runs out. It's more like a muscle that grows with you. So the more you network, the stronger your network becomes. And most people don't understand this, and this is why they fail. If you hoard your network, it actually atrophies. And there's a lot of resources such as Keith Verazzi, Never Need Alone, that explain how and why this works. Of course, we talk about it all the time on the Art of Charm podcast. So again, check that stuff out. It's, it's free just like this. So don't accept generosity or don't just accept generosity from other people in your network, but ask for it. It's okay if they say no. You'll get nowhere if you just wait for things to fall in your lap, although it might seem like that once you get on a roll. So if you're not as comfortable asking for help as you are giving it, you're only working half of the equation. I got into law school actually by complaining or asking friends for advice. I'll let you guys be the judge. And I got a, the idea to write a letter to the dean of admissions. I decided it was a stupid idea that I was going to do anyway because I had no other options. I wrote the dean of admissions. I asked for admission and I got in. But thousands of other people had asked for admission. They just did it in their application, not in a well-reasoned letter sent in after they got rejected. So I let me just clarify the field here. I got into one of the best law schools in America. I went to Michigan because I asked. So let that sink in for a second. I All I did was write an email. I didn't send this via carrier pigeon or anything. I just sent a well-reasoned letter asking them to let me in, and it worked. That's kind of a miracle. Also, guys, you can't get there by yourself. Ask yourself, where can I go to meet the people I need to be successful? You might have to move. I moved to San Francisco from Los Angeles. If you live in Boise, Idaho, and you're trying to run a startup, you might have to figure out how to get out of there to go somewhere where people who are doing what you're doing and really moving and really shaking are, are happening. It's a matter of commitment. I understand not everyone can do that, but it certainly does help. You will achieve greatness as well if you can answer the following. How can I get people emotionally involved in my success? People don't necessarily want to help you, but they will help you if you can get them emotionally involved by helping them achieve their goals, get them excited. They'll want to do the same for you. And this is something that top-level people do all the time. If you want an example, look at politicians. They're always asking people for help or money. They prefer money, but they'll take help if that's all they can get. Now, last but not least, the number one rule of networking is building it before you need it. You need to dig your well before you're thirsty. A common myth is that networking once you need a job is effective. Of course, how many of you thought, all right, I'm going to start networking just as soon as my product is launched and my website is up or, you know, they've got some other internal excuse or some launch you're waiting for or something like that. Who would you rather help? If you want proof that that doesn't work, who would you rather help? Someone who's known you for a few months or years and helped you with a few things here and there or someone who cold calls you out of the blue ask to help with something, and then, of course, asks you for a return favor two days later. That's not a rhetorical question. Think about that. People do that all the time, not because they're selfish bastards, but because they simply don't realize that they're doing it. So if you make a habit of helping others before you ask them for help, and even when you're not going to ask them for help, that's digging your well before you're thirsty. So if you're asking yourself the question, hey, when's the best time to network? Well, let me ask you this. When's the best time to put a spare tire in the trunk of your car? Networking only when you need it, it's not effective, and it's too late. So in conclusion, you guys have heard it before, you only go as high as your five closest friends. Networking is a way that you can actually hand-select these people. A lot of us are already surrounded by naysayers, haters, people more than satisfied with mediocrity, unless you've been intentional about this process for a very long time. Networking only when you need it is not effective, it's too late, that's point number two. You can't get there by yourself, point number three. 
You need to ask for help as well as give it, point number four. And of course, last but not least, generosity is the key to networking. The more you help others get what they want, the more you'll get what you want. That is the axiom. And so I hope you guys found this useful. If you want more, you can go to the Art of Charm podcast or the theartofcharmpodcast.com. We've got tons of free resources there, and I mean hundreds of hours about networking and creating relationships with people. And we've actually put a book together about networking that's absolutely free. If you go to theartofcharm.com slash networking, you'll find a book written by John Corcoran and myself with quotes from dozens of really amazing personalities talking about how they built their network and how they'd do it over if they had to from scratch. Thanks again for joining me today. I hope this was helpful. What an awesome lesson from Jordan. I love the way he tells stories. I love the way he conveys his point. I love the way he teaches. So definitely check out Jordan at theartofcharm.com or check out his podcast at theartofcharmpodcast.com. You know, a lot of what Jordan says is so important. Relationships is life. Building relationships with other people really is a cornerstone in not only success in business, but in life in general is getting to know people that can help you have a better life. So take what Jordan's saying seriously. And if you need to listen to this episode again, go ahead and do that. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. We really appreciate your support. If you love this show, if you love this episode, drop us an iTunes rating or review. It takes two minutes. Just head over to 100mba.net slash show and you can learn how to do that there. Here's a review from Chris Pylan. He says, short and sweet, five stars. Great quick lessons that are both entertaining and informative when it comes to learning how to be an entrepreneur. Thanks, Chris, for that review, and thank you all for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Guys, I want to leave you with this. One of the best ways of thinking about this, about building relationships, about building your network, and this is how I think about it, is just making friends. I like to make friends. I like to have friends. I like to, people that I can speak to. I love good conversation. So if you see it like, I want to make friends, friends that are interested in what I'm interested, people that are in the same kind of world of mine, people that understand what I do, people that I can enjoy a conversation with, and people that I can call upon when I need to. And that's kind of how I see it. And it's really helped me because I just see it as making friends. And now when I build relationships or try to build my network, I just see it as you know increasing my circle of friends. Some are stronger than others, but it doesn't have to be like this intimidating thing where like it's agenda driven and I have to like build a strategic network and all that stuff. You know, obviously you want to build a network of people that are useful to you, people that will, you know, obviously have similar interests as you, similar goals. And therefore, they will be able to assist you in whatever you're doing in your career or in your business. But it could be genuine. I like these people and I like to get to know them. All right, guys. I hope that helps. And I'll check you guys in the next episode. Take care.